0: Good morning to you
1: Good morning, good morning It's great to stay up late Good
2: morning, good morning to you
3: This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm Reese Edwards.
4: Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Keralt, CBS News of WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Adventon on the Weekend Gardener. Now here is your moderator Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin.
0: Now here is Hank Kaiser. yo, well that's good.
4: This is Odd Divine. This is Robert Saint John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The monitor edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Chris Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is
1: Harriet Preston, WPTF in Raleigh, North
4: Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill, this is Bill Ellis. Ellis. This is Jimmy Cass. The the nocturn, we send as. Our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield
1: with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good
4: morning. This is Phil Franklin.
3: And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina collection on WPTF.
4: I'm Mike Lightman, WPTF News. Good evening. I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington.
3: Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your
4: Neighbor. Mario O'Dell
3: here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston,
4: that was a great
3: introduction.
4: Everyone, great to have you with us this. This is North Carolina's morning news. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF.
3: Hello, I'm your friend Barton Rittner. Good
4: afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show, and this is Ned Champion Reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life
3: of Roll. This is Charles Osgood, wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary
0: of WPTF's Weekend Garden Report. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Record good morning to you. Tom Kearney here, Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Henson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp, and this is a here Gardener saying, Keep them growing. Now,
3: the WPTF weekend gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Stand up. We're back at WPTF. Uh, oh, Rufus, uh, Rufus left. I think he's, <laughs> he's, he's taking it back. Smoke break. <laughs> This little girl comes over and asks, I, I, I thought she would say they were going to make announcements, and they were, they were worried they'd be too loud, and uh, I don't think she knew what I was talking about, and I didn't know what she was talking about. She, wa- she wanted somebody to, Mark, you're the colonel, you go, you go make the announcement. I think I wanted somebody to make an announcement.
5: Well, I she think saw all these ma- microphones. Maybe maybe Rufus went to make the make the announcement. Maybe he
3: did. <laughs> but, see, the problem with that is it'll turn into a speech. <laughs> <laughs> you're not just going to get... Rufus is... I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be ad lib all the He will
5: not follow the
2: script.
3: <laughs> no, he, she, no way. Uh, 919-860-9783, you're listening to What's Left of the Weekend Gardener <laughs> after 38 years. And oh, uh, we're at we're the Outdoor Living Show, and this is uh, a, a big undertaking by Curtis Media Group, uh, you know, the Wine Festival, they do so many things. So uh, come on out. Lots of lots of uh, vendors here, lots of fun outdoor living, lots of recreation uh, products and things for your home and, and lawn. Uh, we're near the Advanced Tree and Shrub Group and uh, they can uh, talk to you a lot about gardening. And if you come by the weekend where we are here, the weekend, Grace. He even got a sign that says "Weekend Gardener." How about that? And Wyatt Quarles, right there. And are you right gonna, there. Are you going to shift right there. over over there, Gerald? Gerald Storm from Wyatt. Uh, they're all around a, us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I'd sit over there anyway. Those chairs look a lot more comfortable. <laughs>
2: comfortable.
3: I don't. Uh, I don't have enough padding. Uh, these these chairs are mighty hard. Uh, after, they certainly uh, a are after a couple hours. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I think I'd steal one of those chairs, Gerald. <laughs> but uh, yeah, come on by. Uh, we'll be here for uh, well until eleven, and we'd l- love to see you. Can pick up a copy of uh, the Weekend Gardener's latest uh, magazine, and uh, there there is a, a section thanks to White Cross that got seed containers, and seed packets, and some soil. Organic soil. Who's the organic soil made by, Gerald? It's Palma. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's the best you could buy. And so the kids can come by and make up a little, little seed thing and a little garden. They're a little mini garden.
5: That's and, a great idea. Yeah. To pot and, up things.
3: And Rufus has already got a bag. He's already <laughs> got a plastic bag. You, you go to state fair. <laughs> I remember going to the state fair, the PTF working at the PTF booth, and we handed out bags. You'd think that people thought we were handing out bags of gold or something. <laughs> they just wanted these bags. So uh, Rufus Rufus he's got him a bag it, full of something. And he's
5: carrying, p- taking some of those seat packets with him. <laughs> Maybe so. There's no, no
3: telling. I think he's making the rounds. He's going to fill up his bag before he comes back here. That's right. Uh, Mark Bumgardner is with us, uh, retired lieutenant colonel. And uh, with the United States Army, a Ranger, Airborne Ranger, and uh, he is also now, and for how long now? Six years now. Six years the yeah. the uh, horticulture um, horticulture uh, extension agent in Orange County, and y'all have quite a garden over there, and you've got a new facility.
5: We just absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. It's people can can use a facility and. Right now, we're we're trying to, to bring in. A Aruba says his <laughs> Aruba says <has> ice cream. He <laughs> is Yeah, but uh, we're we're trying to, to beautify the the area, the, our building now, and so I've got some of our master gardeners that are really uh, taking taking that on board and bringing in um, plants and so forth at the front, and we're hoping to be able to purchase a trellis system where we've got uh, artwork from a local. A local artist coming in and going to build something for us. We're hoping, so if we can find the find the funds for it.
3: Yeah, and and Paul, uh, y'all have had a, a garden in Henderson for a long time, the Master Gardeners. I know y'all are proud of that.
6: Yeah, yeah, we have a demonstration garden at our farmers market, the Vance County Regional Farmers Market, which, by the way, is open today. Uh, so come on is out it if growing? you're. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, of course, it's growing uh, as we move through the season, more and more product available. Um, but uh, we are open today until 1 p.m., the Vance County Regional Farmers Market in Henderson, if you ha- happen to be up that way. Uh, and beautiful, beautiful garden in front of the building, uh, managed, installed, managed, maintained by the Master Gardener Volunteers. Uh, and and it's a phenomenal effort. It's a beautiful garden. Uh, look good. Looks good practically year-round uh there's something to see and it looks that's spe- a way to
3: plant your landscape yeah
6: and, and looks spectacular right now yeah. um a lot of emphasis on pollinator plants on native plants yeah. um uh and, which and you, know, you it, should
3: have an emphasis in your landscape especially if you have yeah. vegetables to have pol- a lot of pollinator plants
6: yeah absolutely yeah uh a, Attract plant things that are going to attract the pollinators come in and help pollinate your crops. Absolutely.
3: Mart, is that like the headset y'all used when you were in the tanks? Uh, no. <laughs>
5: we was actually, it was
3: integrated into a helmet.
4: Oh, okay. I, yes. That's right. Well, we didn't. We don't, But it was similar. We don't have a helmet. I'm sorry. Yeah. Robus, you got ice cream, huh? Well, I've been out bumming. Right <laughs> a, right across, you got a bag? Right across from us is something called Nam Nam. Gelato G N A E and it is just wonderful. It's it's uh, it's ice cream, but it's not ice cream. Yeah. But it's wonderful. I'd love it. And when you come here, you ought to go by and get some. Yeah. It's an Italian, I guess uh, the Italians
3: are famous for gelato. I that's what I've always thought. I had I've had some in, in Italy and it's especially good. We uh, need to talk to Uh, Whitney from Youngsville. Good morning.
7: Hey, you guys. Thanks for taking my call.
3: Yes, ma'am. How can we help you today?
7: Um, I have got two questions, if you have time for it. Sure. Um, The first one is about um, my apple trees. So I just planted two apple trees in November. Um, And about a month ago, I noticed that there were spots on the leaves, and it looks like cedar apple rust. Um, so, because they're so young, is there anything I can do about that, or just let it run its course?
6: How how severe is the uh, in, you know infestation, so to speak?
7: Um, well, you know, it's just it's got mainly like three branches right now, and it looks like about half of them have the spots on it. Mm. Um it's getting new leaves still, um, and those don't have it on there yet. Right. Um, so I would say it's about half of the leaves right now.
6: Yeah. I mean, it'll probably, it, and it's not producing apples yet if you just planted no. it last mm-hmm. fall. Um, I, I would think it'd be a judgment call, Mart, as far as whether or not you wanted to try to treat it. I mean, yeah, it's going to weaken the tree a little bit. It's probably not going to kill the tree. Mm-hmm. Um,
5: um, what I would say is is you're absolutely right. I mean, it's a judgment call. Uh, it okay. the it, the fungicides are really preventative in nature; they're not curative, True. so it won't really it won't really get rid of the spots if they're already there. But it may protect okay. the new foliage if you were to treat it. So, okay. you know, general fungicide like uh, Paul was talking about earlier would be a really good selection. But again, if you really want to treat the tree, uh, you know, when it starts producing, you, you got to start early. I mean, you're talking uh, February, March time frame. Start spraying with the fungicides to prevent it.
2: Okay.
3: And uh, Whitney, I I just um, just went online and <laughs> I googled cedar apple rust on apple trees mm-hmm. in North Carolina, and there is a publication from the North Carolina Extension Service. Ah. On uh, cedar apple rust.
7: Okay, perfect. So you might
3: uh, you might Google it like I did, and and uh, as I did with that, and okay. be sure to be sure to put it in North Carolina. And yeah,
7: yeah, yeah that'd be oh. perfect. I'll definitely that, that out. See
3: if that will help. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the scourge, the cedar apple rust. I mean, it kind of goes back and forth between. We have a lot of cedars around, and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of uh, a disease that's passed back yeah. a fungus that's fa- passed back and forth on you'll, the, you'll have the,
5: one on, it'll be on cedar one year and it'll be on your tree the same year but it'll switch over it's the a
3: really yeah. ugly orange gelatin type thing on the cedars and right so
2: yeah cool.
7: and the funny thing is there's a cedar tree like
2: <laughs> ah. not
7: far from where I planted it and you know I didn't I guess I didn't do my research beforehand uh, well, but there's one right next to it pretty much.
5: If you're anywhere about
4: within two miles of a cedar tree, you're going to
5: still see it.
3: Yeah, because it's it's airborne.
4: Well, Whitney, I do not want to throw cold water. Uh, I have tried (laughs) twice to Uh plant apple trees in the Raleigh area. Mm -hmm. Both times I was uh, plagued by cedar rot. Uh. And I got some apples the first time and they were all speckled which which, they were good i just don't think this area is the best place in the world to try to go grow an
2: apple yeah they're
3: very high maintenance
6: it's it's the maintenance it it requires a tremendous amount of maintenance um you know and and there's exceptions you know especially if you've got you know really good fertility and you select a good cultivar uh, you might get lucky but uh, for consistent production, you know it's a complicated spray gra- program. It's multiple sprays. You got to have the right equipment, which is why, um, Mart, I am so interested in your muscadine grapes uh, <laughs> because I think muscadine grapes are a great crop for folks that want to uh, have fruit uh, production in their in their backyard. We've got right. uh, Joey Plutro from Advanced
3: Tree and Shrub, which is adjacent to us, and this lady is growing apple trees, Joey. Yeah uh she uh i guess they haven't been in the ground a year yet but she's getting some cedar apple rust on them uh i I don't think as your mic is on let me let me uh fix that and yeah take take that and uh tell tell us about that i'm sure it's
8: something y'all have run into or yeah well cedar apple rust it's a fungus and uh you spray it with a a fungicide but you got to be careful and make sure that you get fungicides that are labeled for edible fruit trees. You just can't have anybody come and spray them. You got to have the right products.
3: Yeah, let me uh, let me fix this headset for you. There you go. Bring it in a little bit so we can hear you.
8: Hopefully that's. Right. Yeah. So yeah, okay.
3: it, it's got to be labeled for fruit trees. And this is this something that I guess are smaller? How how tall are these, oh, Whitney?
8: Well, um, one thing else. They're not
7: very tall yet. They're maybe come up to my waist, maybe.
8: Okay, Okay. so the cedar apple rust, it's a fungus that's associated between cedar trees and apples, and you have to spray them every single year. The only way you'll get rid of it is if you cut every cedar down within like a mile.
3: And <laughs> wow, so, yeah. that, that could really be a problem. It's a, it's, a, it's a
8: fungus that has a relationship between these two species. So as long as you have these two species in the same area, you're going to have to spray your apple um, at least once okay. a month. Yeah. Okay,
7: i can certainly do that at least i'll try and see if it all works out
3: and if well not, maybe I'll i know to do that um, <laughs> that is something that you can do and i guess it's something that that you could do too for her yeah yeah absolutely. if she doesn't want to mess with the chemicals
8: yeah it's just right. you got to have the right uh products to spray on edible fruit trees but it is something that you can spray yes ma'am okay cool uh, by the way joy does cedar rot impact peach trees it impacts a, a, a lot of species even bradford pears Anything with, like, little fruits. Oh, really? i want um, to turn loose yeah, on them. Yeah, so, like, i was <laughs> spray Bradford pears, and yeah. they get cedar apple rust. Well, that's Anything a quince rust. It's, it's close, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
5: quince rust. Yeah.
3: Well, I, I wish you luck with this. I hope you'll keep us up to, to date on it. And and you get uh, get the right chemicals, make sure it's for fruit, or uh, get Joy at Advanced uh, Tree and Shrub mm-hmm. to, uh, to help you out.
0: Oh, perfect. Y'all are, certainly, are y'all
3: uh, based in Wright Forest.
8: Yeah, we're uh, in So you're not far from Youngsville.
3: Yep. We're right oh, okay. Well, he, yep. he's in Youngsville, yes. Whitney.
7: Yeah. Okay, perfect. Wow. It, awesome.
3: Advanced tree and shrub.
7: Okay. I'll certainly look it up.
5: Fantastic. So, so you Thank said you, you had two questions. What was the other one? Yeah,
2: what's the other
7: one? Oh, yeah. The other one, um, kind of unrelated. Thank you,
2: Colonel. Uh, and <laughs> ease.
7: <laughs> we have got um, our yard, which is probably about an acre. Um, has pretty much been infested by voles and uh, ants. And I, I know y'all recommend the I must garden voles um, repellent. Um, is there anything for ants? Um, we've got a one year old, a dog that likes to you know be in the yard. All are the they
8: time.
2: Uh,
3: fire ants? are they big? Yeah, I, the I, I was gonna ask the same thing. Are they fire you know,
7: ants? Some Some are fire ants, but there's also other I'm not quite sure which type, but some of them are fire ants.
8: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Advanced Tree and Shrub also does fire ant treatments. We use a product called Chop Choice, and it's a granular that you spread over the entire yard, and it has a it can last up to a year. So it's a once okay. a year application.
3: Now, what no, about pets? It, if you have pets? No, nope,
8: it doesn't hurt pets. Okay. If, if you're really concerned, I'd keep them off the yard. You know, for twenty. Yeah, you want already get
3: stung by yeah. stung by a uh,
8: uh, fire ant. That type
3: of ant. Especially you now with the other ants, out. I you know I don't worry too much about. I don't want them in a house, particularly. Yeah. If you but, have ants yeah. in the
8: house, the uh, advanced tree and shrub is a division of advanced pest control. And then you would need mm-hmm. like interior spraying or some something different, like general mm-hmm. pest control yeah. inside Yeah, I ants. think
7: we're pretty good about keeping yeah. them out of the house. We'll notice them in the kitchen and we'll put some um, bait out and they, and they generally stay away from inside the house, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're in the yard a lot. And last year I got uh, bit up by the fire ants and realized that I was allergic to them. <laughs> Um, so I'm wow, if even I if you're not,
3: they're, uh, they yeah. they can be deadly.
7: Yeah.
3: You know, yep. So well, be very careful. We'll take care of them for you.
7: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you need to come to my house and do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, sure.
3: Sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you very much, Whitney.
7: Thank you.
3: Appreciate it. Call us again, please. We'll do. All right. Joy Palutro, thank you very much, Bud. I'm mean, so be right opportune. across the way here. From am, you, so. It was it was so opportune to, to have you. Anytime and
8: you got a question, just wave me a- over. Absolutely, uh, honey, y'all tell us what y'all y'all do. So I'm a certified arborist and a plant health care specialist, and I specialize in insect disease control for ornamental trees and shrubs. Yeah. So, um, like the biggest things we're having now, or uh, the Japanese beetles are coming out, and bagworms. So yeah. watch your crepe myrtles, watch your roses, because the Japanese beetles are going to eat, em eat up. them up. Yeah, that's they right. They sure so. yeah, You can call me and I can spray them and get rid of them for you. Fantastic. I,
4: I take it, Joey, you don't advocate like that <clears throat>
8: that remedy of bringing everybody else's in, in the bag.
3: Oh, so, yeah, putting uh, up the yellow uh, bags.
8: Well, <laughs> there's been some controversy the... <laughs> about that, that they actually attract them to the trees. That's right,
3: because of the ferrodome. <laughs> so but I would rather them
8: be feridorms. in the bag. Than on the tree because yeah. they're going to be out in the environment. No and who wants a do. bag
3: full of Japanese beetles yeah. in the yard? You know, and they stay too. Have a little too. dinner party at the end of the
8: state, you and know. I enjoy burning them. <laughs>
2: oh,
3: That's right. All right, Joey, thank you, buddy. Yes, Appreciate thank it thank very much. much uh, I'll let you get back. You y'all have a um, uh, a nice display here, and and you can come get some some great advice from from uh, Joey and company at Advanced Tree and Shrub. And we'll call you back if we have got another question. <laughs> All right, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, what's gnawing at the roots of your plants? Uh, have you have you lost some plants, uh, newly planted, something that's just kind of fallen over or starting the leaves starting to turn brown? Well, it could be a pine vole. These are little field mice that uh, are out there, prolific. And, uh, you know, voles... Or, uh, very persistent rodents, and uh, they they live underground. They feed on roots year-round. The most effective way to keep voles out is Permatil's Vole Block Barrier. For over 30 years, Permatil Vole Block has been used to exclude voles and improve soil. Permatil is used by botanical gardens, landscapers, nurseries, home gardeners. Follow the Permatil Vole Block guidelines at permatil.com or Volblock.com Permatil sold at independent garden centers and select bulk distributors. Permatil, that's P E R M A T I L L dot com. 919 860 9783. You know, every time you buy a bag of black cow, you're helping the environment. You know, the process that's used to make black cow helps to repurpose manure, so it's environmentally friendly, beneficial for your garden and lawn. Black cow contains up to ten times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils, and let's face it, it's, it's the perfect compost. It it helps retain moisture. Your lawn and flower beds and vegetable gardens will be getting off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, black cow. So go to blackcow.com, and uh, you can. You can find out a whole lot more about it. Do y'all distribute black cow at White Quarrels? Yes, sir, we do. Absolutely. See, I mean, White corals is amazing. Y'all, what do you not distribute? <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh. I should ask. <laughs> but y'all do espoma, bonides, uh, black cow. You have Tell us about, uh, well, we don't have time for that But uh, before the news, but y'all have a great line of grass seeds. That yes, you sir. Yes,
6: get. sir, we do. We do um uh, top choice is our, uh, is our uh, brand that it. It doesn't have our name on it, but uh, yeah. we, have, uh, we have a lot of white coral seeds.
3: Very good. We'll talk about that and more coming up in the last half hour today of the Weekend Gardener at the Outdoor Living Show at the Graham Building. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener, Mike Rayley here, uh, along with Rufus Edmiston, Mark Bub Gardner, uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel, uh, Airborne, sir, <laughs> and uh, Paul McKenzie, who is Extension Agent in Warren and Vance County, is with us. Uh, also, Gerald Storm, my buddy uh, from Wyatt Quarles, is here. We had, we just had Christine. We just had. Uh, Joey on joy plutro because we had a question that uh, dealt with the fungus and he zipped right over here and answered the question christine molino is uh vice president for programming and, and news here i've never seen is like a whirlwind of activity y'all setting up for this and this whole thing in the graham building is magnificent it's kind of like yeah.
5: building the airplane in flight isn't it? i think it is <laughs> I, well
3: both of you are, have military training so you you know how to coordinate, but uh, this is a big deal for Curtis it Media. A,
9: it is a big deal, and I've had that plane like malfunction over the Atlantic Ocean, so oh, no. I don't want to <laughs> draw that analogy here. No, <laughs> no she was absolutely. in the Air Force. That's so. right. Can't have planes
3: <laughs> malfunction. Four years, right?
9: Yes, and our plane broke all of the time, conveniently, when we were stationed in beautiful places like Germany and Spain and Italy, and we broke all the time, conveniently. You broke on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so we, yeah. Were, we did C-5. Stay Let's over. land at Monaco.
3: So uh, tell us what we can see if we're coming in uh, out to the fairgrounds of the Grand Building. There are
9: more than 100 vendors here, um, right here at the WPTF station, which is co-sponsored by Wyatt Corals. We have a planting station, so s- children of all ages, which I know we have a massive representation right here at this table, uh, <laughs> of all ages sure. can <laughs> plant their desired, we have zinnia, beans, squash, marigolds, a whole bunch of stuff that they can plant, take home, a little uh, flower pot full of something beautiful that they can grow, and if they don't already have a love of gardening, inspire a love of gardening in them because we all know children love to garden when they can participate in the process. So, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, and thanks to the folks at Wire corals Yes, absolutely. Thank, very much thank you that. guys for your help today. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes, really appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, children do love gardening, and and it's something that is a great activity for It's a worthwhile activity.
6: It's a great way to get them to eat more vegetables, too, Ah. truly.
3: Yeah, okay. Yeah, certainly if they are growing something. And there's a variety of of seeds there, so uh, you can— I mean, I think
6: there's actually research on that that shows kids involved in gardening will eat more vegetables. Yeah.
3: All right, and uh, so there, there are a lot, yeah, a lot of outdoor activities. Not just gardening, but all over you can find those go kart. so a professional go kart. I mean, Jeff Gordon and all those guys learned how to drive in in that type of vehicle. Are we
9: going to get you on a go kart?
3: You know, I, I would uh, certainly, uh, certainly try to drive something like that but it might be right into a brick wall I'm not sure (laughs) I don't know how much power that thing has but uh, it's you
9: and Rufus going around the place uh, I think that would be a good idea
4: I'm
2: not sure i would ride with (laughs) Mike
4: we drove all over Northern Orange County everywhere that day and Michael doesn't tolerate slow drivers. We, we uh, yeah, we,
3: we went up to do another show. He did not like uh, tractors in front of you. I mean, he not like tractors <laughs> in front uh, so we, uh, you
4: know,
3: I, I just, uh, I thought I was very careful.
4: You know. Oh, well, you cussed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I not Mike. That. <laughs> did
9: not. The whole image just got blown. Us,
3: the weekend gardener.
4: Well, well, Christine, you were in the Air Force. <laughs> it of the subject. And uh, <laughs> what what was, was your most that. exciting and you know, scary flight, besides the one? Apparently, there were a lot about. of them. <laughs> there
9: were. I would say the one where we busted open or a seam kind of popped during flight over the Atlantic Ocean, mm-hmm. and literally we had to. So it was a C five, so it's two stories, I and we had see, to run down. I could
3: see the guy where they built this plane saying. I knew I should have put that rivet. <laughs> <laughs> that rivet, where's that?
9: Where's that?
3: I got the extra parts. <laughs> <laughs> so how scary was it? It was
9: pretty scary. Uh, the gentleman who I was with, uh, I'll just give his first name. His name was John, and he was a senior crew chief, and he was very calm. Uh, but I could see beads of sweat on his head and, yeah. you know, body going down. And I said, okay, we're, we probably shouldn't be calm. But we literally just kept stuffing stuff against it. So that it wouldn't blow out. So
5: y'all were pressurized? You were we high were, enough. Yes. Oh, wow, how how high up were you? I don't remember.
9: I've blocked but, out most of the experience. Yeah. Well, it, was, it was over ten thousand feet, that's for uh, sure. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. So that well, was the most exciting. Yeah. And after that everything else seemed like a piece of cake. Yeah.
3: Okay. You are quite a gardener. You you it. I love gardening. to garden.
9: It's my therapy. Yeah. I would like to say that I save money on therapy because of gardening, but I spend far much more money on gardening <laughs> than I would have on <laughs> sure
3: therapy. You can't do it. Yeah. So what do you like to grow? What is uh, your, your I grow
9: everything. So I went to the UNC Botanical Gardens. They had that native plant show a couple weeks ago and I uh, got, grabbed some stuff there. I love to grow native plants. Uh, obviously I do a lot of fruit and vegetable gardening. I'm big. I heard you guys earlier talking about the edible gardens. I'm big on doing that. I'm trying to start a tea garden now, but I volunteer at a farm once a week to get manure For my garden and i've done that thing where you get the service where they drop the mulch
5: in your driveway yep the
9: chip chip drop i don't know if i'm allowed to say that but I said it much to the chagrin of my neighbors because i do that once a year and they see this ginormous pile of mulch in my (laughs) driveway so we actually had a planning board meeting and they said where do you live and i said i'm the house with the big mulch pile and everybody knew exactly what house that was what What? the
4: homeowners association got on you
9: no, it was. Thank God, it wasn't the homeowners association. Uh, but it was. Yeah, if I had a homeowners association, they would have. Yeah. I just yeah. had a, a nosy neighbor get on my case. And, okay. Well, I can it, recommend a knew. good lawyer. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
4: well, I despise homeowners association. Yes, yeah. I do too. <laughs> they got on one of my friends one time, Christine, for putting a clothesline out back. She had mm-hmm. grown up on the farm, mm-hmm. and nothing like hanging your clothes out. They made her take down her clothesline. That's crazy. Were they
9: going to pay her electricity bill when she uh, had to dry all her no, clothes well,
4: no We had a nice talk with the homeowners association, and they relented.
9: Okay, huh. because you were her attorney.
4: No, because of the glasses. <laughs>
9: <laughs> we need to. We need to take a picture of those. Oh those are special my. glasses. Yeah,
4: they really are. Well, they're a designer. You know that, doctor. Yes, I, I
9: can see that. <laughs> Dollar Tree. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Christine,
3: thank you uh, for all you do. And uh,
9: thank you, guys. It's it's a pleasure. It's an honor. And people can take a picture of. You know, the, I haven't even
3: mentioned that.
9: The I, I heard that you had a life-size version of yourself that occasionally goes around places. So oh, we had to, Bigger than life.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: yeah,
9: so we have a life-size Mike Raley here. They're they're
4: they likeness. can look very real. Mine has a. A cigar in one hand and a cheer wine in the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> so That's wonderful. You
9: yeah. need to bring it to the next event so that we can have people take photos of you and Mr. Raley. It's,
3: it's kind of like the Stanley Cup. Yes, uh, guards <laughs> bring it wherever they right? are <laughs> tired SBI agents. You know, you were talking
5: about um, how you bought plants and so forth. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, J.C. Ralston Arboretum, you can go outside there, and they've got this plant card where you can just... Drop a couple dollars into a container and take a couple plants away. Really? Yeah. J.C. Ross Arboretum, just right there by the circle. uh, You know, you pull in there and you can pick up a few plants. So you don't
9: have to illegally snip them while you're walking by. (laughs) That's (laughs)
5: correct. That's that's the the method that you really need to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. But uh,
9: try them. Try them. I will do. Yeah.
3: Go if you have time. Go to the arboretum. I
9: definitely fascinating
3: place, and it's it's actually a laboratory for. The nursery industry in North Carolina—they—they they grow things and kill things, and just to see, you know, they, there's no telling what they are trying to grow out there. And uh, a lot of uh, the horticulture students are involved with that project. So.
5: so I got a really compact gardenia there from them two two years ago, and this year was the first year they bloomed. And oh my gosh, the smell! But, yes, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. smell is phenomenal. But they're just really compact. They're mm-hmm. not—they—they won't grow much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. But uh, right. Yeah, it's
3: wonderful. All right, 919-86. Thank you, Christine. Thank you so, so much, much for being here. Yes, ma'am. And uh, we need to take a call here. If I can uh, find where I started. Uh, Paul. Paul is in Wake Forest, our friend Paul.
4: Do you have a uh, tomato question today, Paul? No, I've got a Weekend Gardener magazine question. All right. Uh, why don't you come out with it by month? My- I don't know if we uh, we
3: have that many articles in our brain to, to fill it. We only we have a you know it's a very small group of uh, gardeners, and uh, we only have, have so much time. And you know, that's a great idea. It, uh,
4: yeah.
3: it the the quality well, uh, of, yeah, like- the quality of the art- articles uh, would certainly fit that if, if we were able to produce that like uh, the large magazines, but we're we're very small. Well, Paul, if you help me do it, I'll write another one. <laughs> <laughs> You'll write them weekly. Yeah. Yes, that's well, uh, you're I've you're very a, kind. I appreciate that.
4: Uh, I've got a couple of small tomatoes, which um, please, see. Uh Do do you have uh, some of the newer
3: any newer varieties, or do you have uh, have older varieties German what do
4: you Johnson. have?
3: Oh, I and got. German them Johnson, for a yeah. Girl.
4: I got it from Gerald.
3: Oh, okay. Well, he's yeah. he's a man with a plan. I know it. So, Paul, what uh, do you think about
4: – oh. Y'all have a good week now.
3: Yes, sir. Do you have, do I, have was, a- I
5: was just going to ask Paul what he thought about the, um, grafted tomatoes because I know that that's a, that's, that's a, an uh, – I won't say an up-and-coming thing because it's been around for a while, but um, I just have not had a lot of luck with grafted. So what do you think about grafted?
6: yeah i I don't know i mean it's it's certainly if you've got uh if you absolutely have to have those uh heirloom cultivars it it, it's a reasonable way to go you just have to realize you're paying you know so much more per plant and it's still not a guarantee i mean tomatoes are just you know you're going to have good years and bad years i mean it's just the fact of life and there's so many good modern hybrid cultivars i mean we've been breeding tomato cultivars for you know decades and and we've got some really good cultivars that have good flavor good size um and have the disease resistance built in where you're just paying for a standard transplant or or even just the seed pack rather than paying the the premium for the that grafted yeah, plant. I've seen
5: I've seen the grafted going for anywhere from two to six dollars for a, a per plant.
6: Yeah, not for yeah. A six. Pack. It's a neat idea. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and and again, if you're if you're dead set on, and many people have great affection for those heirloom cultivars, and you know that nothing yeah. wrong with that. It's a good way to go. Paul, thank you very
4: much, my friend. Well, I'll always get mine from Gerald. Gerald is the man with,
3: with it. Uh, at, he certainly has he, developed quite an operation over there.
4: Well, Paul, Paul, you know, Gerald was giving away the Rufus tomato. Yeah. Did you get one of those? Well, I mean, you, I was wondering, but I didn't get any of those.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, maybe you can <clears throat> next year. We'll, we'll let you know how they, they come out. Rufus is yeah, growing well, I've got
4: I've got two growing right now, and they are about six feet tall. Have tomatoes on them, Paul, the size of a golf ball and no sign of disease yet. Nice. So I don't know. Just got fingers crossed. Well, you all have a good weekend, and this is my favorite program of the week.
3: Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that so much, my friend.
4: Don't have a good.
3: Uh, Bye-bye. 919-860-9783. While this can be one of the prettiest times of the Triangle, it can also be the most frustrating when deer and rabbits munch on plants a garden and uh, nothing is more infuriating than waiting all winter for plants to bloom only to have the flowers devoured by hungry deer and it's also so disappointing when bunnies eat the tender foliage of newly emerging perennials don't let that happen to you protect your garden with imos garden repellents imos garden repellents are made with natural ingredients and botanical oils they'll keep deer and Rabbits from eating your flowers and plants. And I Must Garden repellents are simple to use, long-lasting, and they don't need to be reapplied after every rain. They're available as sprays, granular, and money-saving concentrates. I Must Garden repellents are made right here in the Triangle and sold at most local garden centers and hardware stores. And you'll find them at both Durham locations of Triangle Pharmacy and Ace Hardware and Camel Road Nursery in Raleigh. And while you're there, be sure to check out all of the Imos Garden repellents for moles, moles, squirrels, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. So don't wait for your garden to be ruined. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from Imos Garden. You know, you could, uh, you, you could find, uh, I guess, moles and squirrels and snakes and dogs and cats maybe in your car. King's Auto Service could... Uh, could help get them out. Uh, that, sorry, that's the only way I knew to segue into that spot. Damn, I'm running out of time here. You know, uh, I tell you something that they can take care of. You know, All these bumpy, uneven roads that we're finding around uh, the area, uh, they take a toll on your vehicle's suspension. And it's more than just annoying. It can cause uneven wear on your tires, which reduce the life of your tires. It's a good idea to have your alignment checked at King's Auto Service. This will definitely save you some money as any preventive maintenance would do. And this could be done during a regular checkup at King's Auto, along with a tire rotation. You'll feel safer on the road and get the maximum life out of your car's tires. For those of you currently driving a Toyota Prius or any other hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians at King's are ready to diagnose and give you available options for a high... High-voltage battery, which we need right now. I think we all need a recharge, right? (laughs) Uh, And, you know, the the battery packs, I don't know how many volts go through these things. They're amazing vehicles. But uh, the battery packs can be terribly expensive. And uh, maybe an average of 150,000 miles, they're going to give it up. Maybe much longer than that. Who knows? But you can call Kings on Monday. Schedule a courtesy battery analysis for this type of battery pack or just for your regular battery. King's Auto Service, easy to find at uh, 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and kingautomotive.net. Uh, Dean Bailey's one of the smartest people I know and he just happens to be a mechanic and uh, certainly one of the best I know. And he helps um, with all of it, mean, he owns the operation, he's worked on cars all of his life. Uh, And his his uh, uncle started this business back in 1946, King's Auto Service. They're the people to to help keep your car running.
4: Mike, you were talking about snakes one time. (laughs) There was this famous uh, Raleighite named Kid Brewer.
3: I I remember Kid. He uh, lived uh, on top of a mountain
4: over Crabtree. What is Crabtree Valley Mall? Well, the story is that he had he bought a new 1957 Cadillac, and somebody stole it. So he went on the radio, and I think it was PTF, and said, Whoever stole my car, there's a big rattlesnake in the front seat. (laughs) Within 10 minutes, they found the car on the side of the road. (laughs) Well, I'm glad they were
3: listening to PTF. (laughs) See, that just pays. It pays to listen to PTF. (laughs) Kid Brewer was a real character. Oh, man. Real character. And his son was an actor, really good actor, uh, Kid Brewer Jr. He was in the movie. And they married a lady lady from Boone, Mr. Brewer did. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Pat is in Durham. Pat, good morning. or on WPTF.
1: Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. I've received a pretty lily, and it was in about a five or six-inch pot. I've taken it out and put it in a five-gallon container. Uh, the container has rocked in the bottom, and I filled it with black towel and set the plant in it. My question is this going to last during the winter or am i going to have to move it uh before it gets too cold
5: how big is the the, the pot that you've got it in about a five gallon five gallon uh that's kind of iffy um you know i've I, i've taken calla lilies and, and just planted them directly in the ground without any problem okay. they, they'll come up in the spring i've got beautiful calla lilies in bloom right now um, and that's what I would recommend is put it directly into the ground instead of uh, what will happen is it'll, it'll turn brown and die uh, whenever it turns cold but then, then the new shoots will pop up and you'll have beautiful calla lilies and I actually split two or three of them um, and so I've got about 12 different calla lilies uh, different colors. I've got white and uh, pink and uh, kind of a bronzy color uh, all over my yard. Lemon yellow. Yeah, oh that's gorgeous.
6: And the other the other thing is black cow is a wonderful soil amendment um, and can be used in containers. But I wouldn't use just straight black cow. Um, I would I would use if I was growing something in a container, I'd use some regular potting mix. uh, Maybe some
3: sand.
2: uh, Potentially, yeah, yeah, potentially.
6: But um, just regular potting mix, and then mix in uh, mix in some black cow if you want to. and, and there's really, there's actually, the other thing I noticed you mentioned was about the gravel at the bottom, and, the, and it's fine to do that, but there's really no need to do that. It's kind of an old uh, myth that you need to put something in the bottom of the container, and, and it's really uh, not necessary. So you can save yourself a little time and effort and wait uh, that way as well.
1: Okay, I, I guess I would try to prevent it from getting full of water because it really doesn't have a good drainage system. Oh, It's those big yeah. um, ornamental-looking plastic containers.
6: Um, yeah, if it doesn't have enough drainage holes, you're better off, rather than doing rocks in the bottom, just drill some holes in the bottom, drill some more holes in the bottom.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Got to have yeah. good drainage. That's it's right. Putting it into the ground. Um, half of my yard is in shade, and the other half is in sun. Where is going to be the best? I've,
5: I've got, believe it or not, I've got callas in both both shade and sun. So, uh, part shade and and in full sun.
3: Do you too, Rufus? Do you have them? Absolutely. In both? Absolutely.
5: Yep. It won't really matter.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right. What a what a beautiful plant. Thank Especially you. Especially the variegated ones. You all have a good day. You too. Thank you so much, Pat, for calling us. Bye bye. Bob is in Orange County Bob, good morning, you're on WPTF Howdy, howdy
0: Hey Say the best call to last (laughs) There you go, what you got there for us, Bob? I just don't know, I don't have any idea If all the grocery stores And this listening audience Are prepared for this But If you want to get rid of fire ants Would you like to know the surefire Easy, it'll work Way to do so yes I don't think
6: I don't think there is such a thing I'm holding uh, (laughs) on to my
0: chair
3: yeah
6: go ahead
0: that's why I have called so I can enlighten you now some of my friends from south of the border told me about this and at one point in time the yard was covered with fire ants man I mean it basically prohibited you from walking on the property uh
3: huh
0: if you will you ready for this? <laughs> if you will, I mean, we don't have to go buy these insecticides, pesticides, herbicides, whatever science. Just go to the grocery store and buy you some
6: grit,
0: plain old grit. Okay.
6: I'm afraid that the science uh, doesn't, doesn't, support d- it. <laughs> doesn't support that. Um, if it I can't argue with what's worked for you. Um, but for most folks, I think they're gonna they're gonna be better off going out and uh, and using using a product you know that's designed for it, and of course following the instructions so that. Well, what so that about they uh, use it what safely. about
3: adding some salt and butter to that? <laughs> that uh, what does that do for okay. the ants? That's a, that's, a, that's okay. I think it's a product. sell products on your on your on your stove. Well, I, I you know I have heard that before. Bob, and, and um I, i'm glad you brought it up Well, do you you do and, them raw, and, bob or you cook them
0: <laughs> we can oh. add butter salt or water but what works for me maybe some bacon bits. and <laughs> and okay i'm done you got yeah, I bob i tell you, yeah i appreciate you calling is it did it did it work for you you just you just stick your hand down in the bag and and, and toss them out like you're sowing peas in the field over the and and you might have to repeat it a time or two, but they all disappeared. And well, I, did
3: you did you put I, them right right on the mound or did you spread it around the mound?
0: Just like you're sowing peas in a field, you know. All right, uh,
3: I'm gonna try it. Maybe they so eat what them what and it up. And die.
0: <laughs>
2: that, I think that's
3: I think support. that's what what the theory was or is. Whatever science doesn't support, maybe
0: the uh, individual. That <laughs> well, if it's work for you, tie. Bob is I, fine. I can't yeah, y'all have a good one and enjoy the weekend. Thank you. All very right, much. buddy, take you care,
3: take Mike. it easy. Glad you called. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I like a little salt. Do you like pepper on your grits, or I like, I like sugar and cream. Oh, you like you Sweet. like uh, the uh, the the low country <laughs> stuff, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, what about uh, shrimp and grits? Shrimp and grits. Shrimp man. And oh, grits. that's yeah, where it's at. Right. Oh, right. How about yeah. that, Bob. Put,
2: them, <laughs> put some shrimp and grits
5: right there.
3: How you like your grits, Gerald? Uh, most anyway. Yeah, I like a lot of
6: cheese, a lot of butter. Oh, yeah. cheese. And butter. There you, I, go. There I, you I, go. I like the kind
3: yeah. that you cook for a long time. I, I do like I do like the low country, the Charleston, you know, the low country grits. My father grew up in South Carolina, so we we ate grits at my house. Crawfish
5: and grits. That'd be good. Never had
3: that. Never had that. That's interesting. Louisiana. All right, we we got about a minute. Paul, thank you so much for uh, for being. I know you're just so glad that you drove all the way down here for this.
6: Never know what it's going to be like. That's why we come. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man.
3: Uh, and uh, that, uh, get in touch with Paul and the master gardeners uh, there at uh, Vance or Warren County Extension Service. Colonel, uh, thank you very much, sir. Well, we're always you. honored to have you.
5: I always enjoy my time here. I never know what we're going <laughs> to well, see or what we're going to say. <laughs>
3: how, how about not being
5: such a stranger? Okay.
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah. All we, right. We love having you on. We truly do. Uh, Gerald, you going to be out here here and there?
0: I, I will. I'll be out here for a little while. All so. right.
3: Uh, Gerald Storm White Quarles, please uh, give uh, Mr. White my my best and uh, and all the girls out there and the and the guys uh, who I met uh, some time ago. Uh, Nate, thank, thank you, you so much for great engineering as usual. Come out to the out, Outdoor Living Show. It's a lot of fun at the Grand Building at the North Carolina State Fairgrounds. And please have sympathy on the stand-up that they provided of me. All right, wonderful. And, and we'll and see I, you next
4: Be the person your dog thinks you are. Amen. <laughs> Cliff
3: Joyner said that. <laughs>